So Trey said he posted his butthole on YouTube for everybody to see. Welcome I to the Guys Review, where we review media, products, and experiences. Just because he's not here doesn't mean you have to do something. Somebody has to keep the No, you alive. don't have to pick up the slack. Somebody has to keep the streak Absolutely alive. not. Chris, can we get a ruling? Jesus. No, he's watching basketball. No, I know I'm texting my wife. Oh, okay. My name is Steven. I am one of your three co-hosts today. Uh, we just can't all seem to get here together. Uh, together today is Chris, uh, Chris and Tucker. Say hello, fellas. What's happening? How's it going? So Trey is not here today. He's having his new house. They're having to do some painting on it. And uh, he was supposed to have a painter. What he told me this morning was they were supposed to have a painter. The guy was supposed to do the job. And they got there and he'd only done like half of what he was supposed to do. Damn. So that's, I mean, it's just this time we're in right now it seems like that's happening a lot with well the guy gave him a super he was telling me he was getting like bids for like thousands of dollars to do his house this guy said he'd do it for like less than two and so trey was like oh yeah okay it was a guy like i think he said he was like a delivery guy the guy said oh me and my wife do a handyman thing and so let him you know let him do that i wonder if you paid him he did all of it yeah apparently (laughs) i know well he got half of it painted though so i mean that's five hundred dollars yeah you don't, so ever, still don't ever do that. Yeah. Don't ever pay up front. Or at least not all of it. No. Not all of it. Always, no. yeah, yeah. Half up front, half when it's done. Oh, shit, I won't even do half. You can avoid it. Uh, you gotta, I mean, they got to get material. A third. With Trey's thought, and I don't disagree with him on this, is that it's $200, you know? $2,000. Oh, it's $2,000. $2,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said the other guys were a thousand. A thousand. In the thousands. Like thousands. seven. Oh, he right. said it multiple, was like seven, eight thousand. Multiple, multiple, multiple yes. thousand. And this guy said he would do it for less than two thousand. Yeah. I misheard that. I'm yeah, sorry. Because, hey, when they, painted my, when they painted my deck outside, it was I, it was like $1,800 to just to paint that. Y'all got it. Man, y'all call me when you need a painter. I know a guy. I know a guy. I literally know a guy. I know this guy. Dude, can get it done they painted boy. my house for less than $2,000. Get done pretty cheap, and that included pressure washing. Then I need I need that number. Yeah. So, anyways, well, before we get uh, into yeah. so today Tucker's move, we're going to be doing clerks. Before we get into that, let since we've already kind of started talking about our weeks, we'll we'll do that. I'll go first, Chris and Tucker. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Miss you guys. It's, it's kind been, of been about three weeks. Uh, <laughs> we recorded one, Same. and then it's been two weeks since I've Actually, not so, been here. Yeah, three weeks. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. That's right. So, I, yeah, I, it's been busy couple of weeks. We went to the beach to see um, Ashley's family for actually the first the first weekend I was out. We went to Tennessee to see my family. Next weekend we went to the beach to see Ashley's family. And then COVID made it run through everybody. And then and then last weekend I got COVID. So uh, finally back, ready to ready to do this. Been listen got to you guys. Bed. Y'all were terrible. Thank we you. We probably were. You needed me. For sure, <laughs> no, no. Shit. Last week, sure. you two motherfuckers wouldn't talk. Yeah, y'all, y'all were very just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's all right though. It's no big deal. You can't always have energy. It's no big deal. Uh, it just it wasn't like that great of a movie. No, it really do. wasn't. I mean, I'm just being. I wish Trey were like, here because I was gonna, dude. The fact it's that not he bad. It's just wasn't the fact great. that the fact that he went in on Karate Kid, but he likes this movie. You're telling yeah, me, yeah, weird. You can't believe that a guy can be a black belt in six months, but a seventy-year-old man can win a dive competition against college students. Jumping off three different, doing a triple, jumping doing off, the triple doing, the, doing the triple Lindy. You believe that? <laughs> he obviously. I mean, I understand he believes in Harry Potter, but Jesus, that's just ridiculous. What rating would you have given it? Um, thing is this though, I do like the nostalgia of it. I saw it as a kid. Yeah. It was weird though because I didn't remember Billy Zabka, which is kind of funny to have him two weeks in a row. I wish he would have re- replied back to the. The commercial I did where you're talking about kicking his ass. 
That may have been why he. Uh, I mean, I still say I picked the movie. Still say I could do it. <laughs> I would pay money to see that. Um, I would have to beat up on a fifty-five-year-old. We, we've done all these movies that tie in all, with all these characters, but we haven't done a Kevin Bacon yet. I know, right? <laughs> it's like we've avoided. Yeah, we get I, away well, with you that. and I were talking last night, and I brought up the fact that somebody needs to need to say uh, put trimmers on the table and let's do it. Yeah, I well, mean, go for it. It's pl- well, it's like three weeks for me. Yeah, well, you got well, three okay. weeks. I got mine picked out already. Oh, do you? Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I, I probably would have given um, I would have given that one probably. Two and a half. Out of, really? Just, just even. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I, it's a funny movie. I mean, it's the 80s, man. Could you imagine? If I could time... I'm watching this movie and fuck, I wish I could go back and live like that. Like, that'd be so much fun. Just that. And Robert Downey Jr., by the way, was coked out like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Now, Johnny... What's the movie? Uh, Johnny Be Good or something like that yeah. that Trey was talking about? Yeah. Dude, he looks coked out in that movie. But this movie, I mean, he's obviously... He's, it's the 80s. Of course he's coked out. They're all yeah. coked out. That's fair. Jesus. But now, right. now, taking a bump here and there is not the same as being just cussed out of your mind. Yeah, that's fair. All right. When you say here and there, you mean like between, like, I don't know. Not, e- not each take. I'm not talking about takes. I'm talking about like breaths. He's just like, hold on, guys. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, yeah. and, and Karate Kid, um, I, I do like that one. It's a good movie. It's, you know. He follows it with some soy sauce. <laughs> Well, it's karate. It's not a... <laughs> it's a <jiu-jitsu>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking retarded. Nice. Uh, um, I, I did like Karate Kid. I mean, I hate that Daniel Russo was such a fucking like, bully to those to, to Billy Zabka and those guys. It's just, I mean, the Cobra Kai's are just trying to live their life. That's what I'm saying. And Daniel Thank Russo comes in with it. and just like starts fights with guys, tries to steal the girlfriends. I mean, like he's being an asshole. Taking up the road. Take. I mean, if he'd, if he'd have moved to the side of the road, they could have gotten around him. But yeah. no, no, no. He has they to go down the hill. Him. Jeez, some people, man. See, I'll give that one three beers. I fucking hate you right now. Good. Wait, you give... Karate Kid three beers, but you give back to school two and a half. It was more fun. Back to school is more fun. Do we need to drug test you? Are you coked out right now? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I I, I hoovered no schneef on the way over here. No, you just did a couple of dick dingers. Whatever. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Like like a fun dick dry rip. All right, Chris, how was your week, man? Let's get on. Keep moving. My week was pretty good. You know, I didn't really do much of anything. I watched several shows and movies this week and also that was kind of cool yeah got to do that um nothing really exciting happened this week other than my freaking dog he has anxiety to bad weather like bad clemens yes okay so the other night i mean it was like raining and lightning like all like deep deep thundering and lightning and all that and just the entire night he's trying to get up on the bed with us and it was just like you. what's wrong with that No, dog doesn't sleep in the bed with us. Yeah, they do. No, your dog does, not my dog. He doesn't sleep in the bed with us. <laughs> your dog doesn't sleep in the bed with us either. But it was he. He kept on like all night, just like yeah. trying to jump in there and all. And then finally, about around three o'clock, he finally says, "Oh, okay, I'm okay now. It's fine. I'm getting his ass on some meds." I'm not taking to hey, the vet. No, seriously, go go to uh, Petco or PetSmart and get a Thunder shirt. No, I'm 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 literally when I take him to the vet, I'm gonna tell him what's going on and be like, y'all gotta fix this. Shit. Get him a thunder shirt that will be cheaper than a vet. He's not wrong. You can at least try it, see how see how it works. Or 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 go spend several hundred dollars at the vet. It's your money. You do what you want. I'll just do. give him some Nyquil. That's a good idea. Benadryl. I've told Stephen to do that to Abby before, and he won't do it. Weird, isn't it? Strange that I won't <laughs> drug my own child. Yeah, drugging a dog is okay though. <laughs> 
There's nothing wrong with that. All right. You got anything else to add and to your wingman? Now my dog is going to be gone. I know, right? <laughs> DHR is going to show up like, yeah, we do kids, but we do pets also, you Wait, asshole. I was going to say DHR. Hey, no, what? look, I've got pictures of I've got pictures of Steven's kid in one of the dog crates upstairs. Oh, yeah, she yeah. put herself in she, there. She, I was going to say, she liked to put, put herself in there. She crawled in there and shut the door. I mean, what kid didn't do that when now, we were younger? Now, we latched it, but. That's true, too. We did latch it. <laughs> Only because she asked us to, though. That's true. My parents had one of those little coffee table things that kept me in. That explains what? so much. You know what I mean? Like the well, dog had the little, coffee uh, yeah. table. Yeah. That explains a lot, yeah, actually. Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm actually not surprised at this. Me either. like you like you to play. This was the thirties, so <laughs> just imagine like passing like dried <laughs> fruit, you know. <laughs> Here you go, Chris, I got some bananas for you. <laughs> so I gotta go to the call sw- call center. Switchboard. <laughs> Showbiz. <laughs> All right, Tucker, how was your week, man? Uh, Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and that's why I did it earlier. Uh, uh, learn how to fucking drive. All right, also check emails. So, um, yeah, had a, it, was, it was a busy work week with a bunch of shit that I can't talk about right now, but I did take Friday off because I sold my old boat, which yeah. was uh, which was nice. And I told you about this, but I hadn't told Chris. Apparently, the, uh, the drain plug mm. clogged up, and I towed that damn boat from here to... Almost Dothan, Alabama, where my in-laws live, Ooh. full of water in the back. I towed, an, I towed an extra probably twenty-five hundred pounds of water. Nobody oh. ever said he was smart. Like, how how far did you get before you realized it? I mean, how many gas stations? All the way there. All the fucking way down there. How many gas stations did you get to before you realized it? It took me. Well, no, because we took it down there, and I'm looking at my gas gauge, and it's it's. I mean, you burn more gas when you're towing. Everybody knows that. But and I've never towed my my boat, you know, a hundred miles before. So I'm towing it, and I'm like, this thing seems to be using a lot of gas. Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Then we get there. and Like towing and, two boats. Yeah, pretty much. And my father-in-law wanted to see the inside of the boat, so I pulled the cover off, and it was I mean, it was fucking... Full of water. Yeah, over ankle deep in the back of the boat, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dang, yeah. So we took, we took a little stick and, and showed it up in the uh, the drain drain hole, and unclogged you anally raped your yeah, boat. <laughs> and I swear to God, that so, that Joker drained water for at least forty five minutes. Use your little stick. <laughs> it wouldn't go in deep enough. <laughs> it was skinny it, enough. It was too big around. It was skinny enough. It just wouldn't go deep. Too enough. big around. Water is smaller so, than two inches. Actually, you want to hear a funny story about Tucker? Yeah. So he doesn't know this. I uh, I got a hold of a sex tape Tucker made one time. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. One of his ex girlfriends. You want to hear it? Uh huh. Wait for it. <laughs> Look, can you imagine? I mean, he's. Tucker, what is she saying? <laughs> Where the fuck did you get this? Oh, she's coming up her breath there. <laughs> Did you find that? I told I, Courtney sent it to me. She told me she found your old sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna wait for her to try to like bring up organically, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna throw it out there." <laughs> I've been staring at that for two weeks. You have to have Trey here for it. I know, I know. I was gonna send him a text, and be like, "Hey, man, say something about Tucker fucking whales again, and just don't ask why." <laughs> and I was gonna bring it up, but he, since he's not here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shove it in there. So there you go. You like that? That was pretty good. That's staying on the soundboard, by the way. <laughs> it, ta- it takes a minute to kind of key up because, like, it's already going here. We're three seconds in, and there, yeah. 
I might have to go in and edit it to. I thought I heard your name at the beginning. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's when he snuck a finger. I saw the video. That's when he snuck a finger out the back door. Oh, there's the tongue in the back door too. <laughs> Y'all are fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, right. with us. Oh man. Um, actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and play it. But we don't. We actually we don't, we don't have fan mail. Fan mail. I just like to play it. <laughs> we don't have any. Yeah, we didn't get any. That's way. okay. Wait, yeah. Marcus didn't send us anything. Marcus didn't send us anything. He did though. He Fuck did. Fuck you, Marcus. I know, right? He did the intro info for me, so I have to give him credit for that. Uh, as we get into to this, um, I just want to say real fast though, if you want to join us in our DMs and you can make fun of Tucker that way, uh, you can go to our Twitter page, which is uh, blah, the at the underscore guys review, and then like the tweet at the top of the page. We'll throw you in the in the Twitter DM group, and you can make fun of us in real time. In the DM. It's fun times. I mean, it's always, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's only like eight people that talk. There's like 20 some odd people in there, but it's always fun. It's just a bunch it's, of memes back active. and forth. It is. It's a bunch of memes back and forth. I mean, and we've made Doom Rats a thing. <sighs> Hashtag Doom Rats. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Let's move into this and in, into, uh, into clerks. Do you have a, do you have your synopsis? Right here. Okay, cool. On my phone. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I like left I said, my iPad upstairs. Too. Okay, no worries. All right. So, anyways, like I said, this intro, this info was getting given to us by. He was written by Swedish Marcus, so credit to him. Written, directed, and and produced by Kevin Smith. It stars Brian O'Hulloran, Jeff Anderson, Marion Galati. O'Halloran. Oh, yeah, thanks. Okay, whatever. whatever. Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. It was released on October nineteenth, nineteen ninety four, on a budget of twenty seven thousand five hundred seventy five dollars, which is fifty one thousand eight hundred seventy five. Thousand, yeah, fifty-one thousand eight hundred seventy-five dollars in twenty twenty-one. Box office haul of three point two million, which is six million dollars in uh, twenty twenty-one. Okay. Ratings: IMDb gives it a seven point seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes has it at eighty-nine percent. Metacritic at seventy percent. Google users. You first. Ninety-two. Ooh, jeez, that's kind of high. I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> it's ninety percent. So I guess technically you're yeah, right. Technically, I'm right. <laughs> That's fair, but this is a loved movie. <laughs> Clerks was shot for $27,000. I didn't say it wasn't good. I just knew you went too high. $575 <laughs> in the convenience store and video store where director uh, Kevin Smith worked in real life. Upon its theatrical release, the film received generally positive reviews and grossed over $3 million in theaters, including in launching Smith's career. The film is considered a landmark in independent filmmaking and in 2019 was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress, who deemed it culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Hmm. He wrote down that it was nominated for 10, 10 awards and it only won six. I don't know what those awards were there. It, it, it's it's going to be probably like independent film yeah. festival shit. It's kind of crazy that the significance of it being total bullshit. Like, you that know it's what a, I mean? Literally, it's, like, it's like Seinfeld. It's, it's just, about fucking it nothing. nothing. It's literally about nothing. It's about a day in the life of, uh, of uh, customer service guys at, at, ga- at a gas station and a movie store. It's not accurate. Is it not though? No. No. You, I'll, you, I will say they do see some. Have you seen? Wait, have you seen Waiting? Because that movie's fairly accurate. It is not. Waiting's accurate. different though. That is not accurate. I worked in a restaurant for years. It's fairly accurate. Hey, you probably would you work at Applebee's? Ruby Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday. Uh, that's, that's one of them. <laughs> I worked at Ruby Tuesdays too. I can't say yeah. much. No, I wouldn't. Didn't like, you serve it? Did you never serve? Huh? Were you always a cook? No, I'm, I've been served. I've served. Have you too. listened to him talk? He can't talk to people. You got to start somewhere. I mean, you don't start off as a cook. He, no, you start off as like on the fry side. 
That is true. The griddle. That is true. I know it's true. No, you don't start off on the grill. That's for the pros. Oh, okay. You start off on the fry side. Hey, pull two orders of fries and drop them. That is so true. That's very true. First time you saw the movie. And no, like I've, I'm, you know, I've been managing. I don't just now. Be in the kitchen. Well, now, yeah, I know now. I'm sorry. I'm but not you didn't to, start off as a manager. I just hang out in the kitchen because I get a bullshit back there. It's fair. <laughs> can't bullshit in the, with the customers. No, you can't say half the stuff you want to say no. out there on the floor. Um, Bing. I think okay. I know I I first saw this sometime in high school, and I have not seen it since. It's probably been twenty five years since I've seen this movie. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Let me ask you this because uh, I I saw it in ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere around there. And uh, did you? Was this the first Kevin Smith movie you saw? No. Uh, Mallrats was the first. Yeah. You? Um, I the first time I saw it was right before I came to Auburn, so that would have been. Oh three ish, right after you escaped the cult. So did you? Was that the first uh, well, Kevin Smith I, movie, or did well you at the time I was working at a at a grocery store. I was in at the junior college, um, mm-hmm. getting the the prereqs out of the way before I came to Auburn. Makes sense. Yeah, um, and Cheaper. a guy that I yeah it, it really is yeah. yeah guy that I worked with. Um, he had actually just graduated from I think it was like Troy or something, but he was having a hard time finding a job, so he came back and worked in the grocery store for a few months while he was sending out resumes. Yeah. He was telling me about Kevin Smith and how how great he was and how how I would really like the movies. So he let me borrow them, and I started at Clerks and went all the way through. So you started at, off, at yeah. Clerks. At the time, I went through uh, all of them, all the way up to uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. But Clerks was the first one that I watched, and I I, I thought it was hilarious. So my first one I watched was Mallrats, yeah, and then I watched Clerks, which was not. It's a bit of a letdown, yeah. Yeah, it kind of is, you know, because it's just not, it doesn't have all the theatrical. But then whenever you watch the other movies, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, Clerk starts making more sense, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like... It's it's part of the View Askew askew universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but at this time, there was only the two, Mallrats and that one. Mm -hmm. And Mallrats will make a reference, but you're just like, you know, whatever. You watch Clerks, you're like, oh yeah, the reference. But then when you watch the other ones, you're like, oh, they talked about that in Clerks. You know, it's like, it all kind of... It all plays together. Yeah, it all comes together and all. Did you all ever watch the cartoon? No. I didn't. I wanted to, but I never did. It's okay. Fair enough. That's all I can say. It's it's okay. It's it's a little silly because... They do one season? Was that what it was? Well, yeah, because it's it's part of that whole 90s thing where they... Cartooned everything. Yeah, where so, they they turn around a RoboCop. Yep. Um, you know. So I don't know if this Ghostbusters. Is, well, I don't know if this is true or not. That's a little bit different. Yeah. That was eighties, but yeah. having never seen the the Clerks movie or the Clerks uh, cartoon, not the movie, for some reason when I hear of the Clerks TV show, that the cartoon TV show, I always think of the TV show Daria and think that those two have to be kind of similar. Do y'all remember Daria? I do remember no. Daria. I liked Daria. I thought it was a good show. Daria I get was, what you're saying, but not really though. It's not graphic wise. It's not. Definitely not, no, graphic no, not, wise. not graphic wise, but just the content that would be in it. Yeah, but Dory's a high it's, school girl, and these are college age kids. It kind of it kind of goes over the spell of a bit of Clerks and Mallrats, is what it does. It's more about Jane and Bob than anything else. Okay, let's see if I can find that on I don't know Amazon or something. I mean, we got yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's out yeah, there. I, you know, my thing is yeah, and and I guess with Mallrats being the second one, really kind of launched. I mean, Jane and Bob and this were obviously proto versions of what they soon, what they become. Yeah. But it's just, I think it's funny of all the characters in there. Those are the, the two that really took off the yeah. most, you know, it's kind of like they did dumb and dumber cartoon also. Yeah. Don't do that, yeah. But yeah. The mask. Uh, with it, yeah. That yeah. one too. But yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. weird nineties things. All right. Oh, yeah. Tucker. 
Uh, so we've gone through all of it. Yeah. Uh, ready to start into the synopsis provided by good old Wikipedia. Well done. I'm so glad that you really worked <laughs> Look, on Look, I thought I was going to have to go out to a murder today. Just to be, like, be glad I got this. I ain't going to lie. Whenever I did mine and all, I don't have a computer to type on, so I had to handwrite. And it was like, I got like... And I've seen your handwriting. The hand first writing, section so. was like this long, and I was like, F this. I'm looking it up. <laughs> no offense, right. but it was just like way too well, much. Well, at least go to the second page of Google and find something. Come on now. No, Wikipedia is good enough. I didn't go Wikipedia. It's, it's open source. I went to a different one. I appreciate that. It's open source. Keep going. Let's go. All right. Dante Hicks, a young man who, who works... Today, the, Junior! <laughs> yeah. Dante Hicks, a young man who works as a retail clerk at Quick Stop Groceries in New Jersey, is called in to work on his day off to cover another employee's morning shift. Arriving at the store, he finds that the locks to the security shutters are jammed closed with chewing gum, so he hangs a sheet over them with a message written in shoe polish, I assure you, we're open. Soon after opening, Dante's best friend, wisecracking slacker Randall Graves, arrives for his own workday at the video room next door. What? Just, I jumped a lot. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, the two prepare for another ordinary day immersed in their tedious customer service jobs. Dante repeatedly laments that he is not even supposed to be here today, while Randall neglects his job at the video store to keep Dante company at the quick stop. They pass the time engaging in philosophical discussions on a wide variety of topics, including movies, sex, relationships, and difficult customers. Some of the customers they encounter during the day are angry and demanding, others clueless and impolite, and still others prove unexpectedly wise. After several hours, Dante discovers that his boss has left on a trip to Vermont, leaving him to run the store alone for the rest of the day. Dante and Randall find a number of reasons to leave the store and slack off, from a rooftop hockey game with Dante's friends to an ill-fated wake for one of Dante's ex-lovers. Christ. It's like half there's, the movie. There's still like, well, that, that first there's still like that. four paragraphs left. So, oh just, be- Before you said that, though, uh, in this beginning segment and all, like, do you really need to... like? Yeah, the synopsis, and he puts coffee in the coffee machine. Yeah, you get well, the, yeah. The like all that. Yeah. yeah, he does the whole so opening. It jumped, but it, well, it I, didn't. It I, didn't skip over nothing important. Well, the whole movie is about nothing that important. That's very true. That's fair. I, I disagree. They it say, isn't about. No, it is about nothing important. They have a. It's a, it's a day have in the a, life. They have a great conversation about uh, the morality of uh, construction workers on the Death Star. I will say this. Um, not only that, but it probably opened up more communications with guys to talk about guy talk with guys about stuff that probably normally they wouldn't talk about. As like far as hermaphroditic porn, yes, that, for instance, <laughs> stuff like that, or like the something that happens later on in the movie. I'm not going to say, yeah, but yeah. well, I just want to say real fast. So I'm going to go before the movie even starts. That intro with the clown for the View of Skew Productions. Oh yeah, the little Jesus, thing. that was fucking creepy. Had you not? Had, did, no, did you not remember that? Not yeah. at all. Yeah, I was like, that thing's going to rape that little boy. That is terrifying. It was like a knockoff of Dahmer. Um, <laughs> I mean, it kind of was. Fair enough. Not Dahmer. Got... That would be uh, Gacy. Yeah, so, yeah. How Gacy, lazy I'm is he that? Uh, like he couldn't just get some ice or something and rub it on the uh, locker. You know what I mean? Like rub it on the gum and be able to kind of oh, pick it, it out. Well, yeah. so th- you well, know if what? It's, if it's jammed up in the keyhole, I can see. In keyhole. Jammed up in your keyhole. What you know mean? the reason what does they that actually, even mean? You know what it means. The reason no, they did that though is because when they actually shot the film, yeah. they were shooting at night, and so that was an excuse for why right. it was dark. Yeah, because the the things couldn't be raised. Well, one of the things that 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 I really like about this movie is. And this is just an, an, an overview. This is kind of, this was made in '94, right? So it was probably filmed in '93, and they finished everything up in '94. But this was this was that time of 
I guess, society. It's supposed to take place in April of 1994. Okay, so April 94. So this is when that that whole counterculture slacker revolution thing was going on. You had he was wearing Doc Martens. You're right, and you you look at you look at who was big in that time. You had uh, like Nirvana and the Seattle grunge scene. (laughs) (laughs) I think they can hear your eyes rolling, Chris. This whole movie is like an homage to to that slacker lifestyle. I think the word you're looking for is grunge. I think it may have been. Grunge. I think I it may have been just a little bit before Nirvana. Mm, no, Nirvana it would have been. Nirvana. Wasn't that the intro song? Wasn't it Nirvana that played no. the intro song? Mm-mm. No, no, Nirvana's not, Nirvana's not on the soundtrack. Uh, I can tell you when Nirvana. No, you got was. Alice in Chains on it though. Oh, you do have Alice in Chains. That's Chains. what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It was Alice in Chains. Thank you. Hey, well, why you? And it was still a very young Alice in Chains. Oh yeah, uh, Nirvana been started in '87. No, I don't mean but that. But when did, when did Nevermind come out? Yeah, exactly. Nevermind, you can't I look think. at that. I, I'm looking that up, but I'm pretty sure that was 92. Was it really 92? My freshman year? I don't feel like that was my freshman year. Let's see. Hold on, I'll tell you. Uh, discography. Nevermind was 91, and Utero was 93, Dang. and Bleach was in 89. Hmm. So, there, the smoking scene, when the guys, you know... Oh, they're the the the, the Chili's gum representative. Yeah. 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 So I, one of the, one of the guys in there, I kind of I went down a bit of a rabbit hole because I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of bored. Uh, <laughs> so that he spends fifty three dollars a month on cigarettes. Okay. Right. So I did the uh, the the inflation calculator. That's one hundred and two dollars a month today. Okay. Okay. According to but you got to look at the t- the signs too. Back then, cigarettes were like a dollar. You already did the pack. inflation on it. I already that's the inflation. I did the inflation. So okay, and then now according to World Population Review, and I've got this. I've got this website in my notes. I'm going to put it on the website on the internet. You can check this too. I believe you. I mean, the average pack of cigarettes today in America is six dollars and ninety six cents. I believe it. Most expensive is New York. It's like twelve dollars. At least expensive is like Wyoming is like yeah. five bucks. Well, they also shot up the prices of them. What yeah. do you mean? New York Over has a... Years, oh, yeah. So not, anyways... It's not just like it's because of inflation. They've also shot the yeah, prices up yeah. too. But the average pack today is $6.96, okay? So that works out to... So at $102, that works out to 14.7 packs of cigarettes a month, 3.7 packs a week, or half a pack a day. That's 10 cigarettes a day. I got to smoke them way too much if he's still alive. Yeah. Well, you used to smoke. I mean... I what, did. And what, Dude, you, my cigarettes are like I, I actually I you smoked bought, American Spirits. Yeah, I bought you a pack of cigarettes a couple of weeks ago, and I and I was looking at them, and I saw the American Spirits I used to buy, and they were like seven ninety nine. Yeah, eight bucks for a pack of Camels cigarettes. Camels are like, just like they're high sixes, low I was sevens. Like, Jesus, and I would do a pack a weekend. Yeah, I want to. Oh man, I like yeah, my I like my vapes, <clears throat> my vapes. So. uh so here's here's something about the movie that bothers me. You know how the the Chili's representative sitting in there and he's he's telling people, oh, they go in their pack of smokes. Oh, you want to buy those cigarettes? Here, buy Chili's gum because here's a trach ring and here's a yeah. cancerous heart and here's what a cancerous lung looks like. Yeah. Don't you think he'd have had more success with that? You know, right outside the front door, instead of getting the people in there coming in. Potentially, because no, they're by the register. Then I mean, I get the whole. I get how it sets up the whole scene of him well, being a cancer merchant, and they're calling him a basically a Nazi in that that scene. Yeah. Um, well, no, no, no. Because if he would have been set outside the outside the door doing it, there's more chance that people just turn around and just walk away. True. They don't enter Where the store. Where if he's inside the store, standing next to, it, he's like, "Here, get the gum instead." They already got the money out to buy yeah. their cigarettes. Psychologically, like, oh, once okay. they enter the store, they're they're primed to. They something. already they already know they're going to buy something. Outside, they could walk away and go to another store and not to deal with the guy. True. So let me ask you this now. 
you used to smoke. You used to smoke too, right? Yeah. Did you ever go into a store and just say, hey, pack smokes or pack no. cigarettes? No. You always have to ask what you want. <laughs> now, I, now, granted, there are some stores that you frequent a lot where you see the same person over right. and over That's, and over again. Yeah. And they'll act like you go up there with your beer and you sit on the table. Oh, do you want to pack cigarettes with that? Yes, yeah. please. And they don't even have to ask because they've seen you. I have a feeling you're actually explaining what you do on a Friday night when you stop at that one gas station. No. <laughs> no. Old Janice back there. <laughs> How are you, Taka? I, I think I get well, what you're trying to get to. You listen, but the overall thing is that we don't know if that customer. You was listen not to a our sex tape anymore? Already. He could have been a regular customer already. Taka, <laughs> I like it. Taka. <laughs> um, I don't know. That, that just kind of that, that part just kind of bothered me because I've worked I've worked retail and I've worked in restaurants and everything and even when you. Even as a bartender, you see somebody Eber. you see somebody come in that you know. Yeah, ninety eight percent of the time they're going to come in and they're going to order a, a let's just say a Bud Light. Yeah, you go to hey, what do you want? What can or what do you want tonight? Or what are you drinking? Um, not, it, most of the time they're going to say I just want a Bud Light or I want a Miller Light or whatever their yeah. usual drink of choice is. But how many times do you go into a bar and go, you know, I want to try something new tonight? Let me get a Stella or let me get it's been a shitty day. Let me get a bourbon and coke. Well, that day that guy wasn't going to try menthol. He was getting whatever the hell he was giving there. That's what it was. Well, I mean, I, whenever I go into a bar, I always look at a beer list, so because I might try something different. Yeah, but but now, but yeah. we're talking about like somebody comes into the same place, yeah. day in day out. And I do. We do have like well, we have customers that are like that. Yeah. Let's, let's, but, like, but I'm saying, but back usually in, you say to them, "You want your regular." Back yeah. in back in the day when you were going to when we were going to bars a lot, and you know that was a damn oh, yeah. near nightly thing. Oh yeah. Miller, Miller Light. Miller Light, yeah. Mine was Bud Light yeah. for the longest time. And well, and, and here's the other thing. If they came in there and said, hey, let me get a pack of Hamels, let me get some Marlboros, you're going to have to pay for that licensing. Well, you are. So on $27,000. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that Valid. That's a valid point you yeah. just made. Uh, yeah, that's true. I cheated and I read that. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, so they, they just said that They would have had to. They would have to pay. I mean, you have pay to pay. It's a trademark. Well, true, but now I mean, hell, now I guess they could have written Marlboro or Philip Morris a letter and said, "Hey, we want to use your product." How so, what if you, they got away? With how about it? a sponsorship? Because product placement, they might, was, yeah, product placement was becoming more, more popular. Well, then they then they probably could have gotten. A, Don't even say then the nineties. No, it was. Getting, I mean, I was about to say you got to look at was, Terminator. No, that's was, alone. Right it was there well. No, look at look at Back to the Future because they they were basically sponsored by. Pepsi. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Back to the Future. Oh yeah. It was all over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, if that's the case, and I know I'm jumping ahead, do you think, um, whenever they showed all those candy bars, the candy bars, they the did. Fire? They, they never called yeah. them by name. They no. were. They, oh, they were, don't say them. They just show it. Yeah. You're later in the show or later yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say no because it's just showing it there. It's part of a store. Well, but I mean, like they also changed like Hostess. Had had like a a display yeah. there, and they changed the name of the hostess to something else. Well, but then they also mentioned Gatorade in the. And in he's the drinking a Gatorade. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't Gatorade, know. I don't. So. I mean, I don't know how the licensing works on all that. I'm just saying yeah. that's. I read that that's why they didn't use the cigarette names. It makes sense, but then they used. They did well, use the, the. I could see the the cigarette companies, but I mean, you know, in the '90s and stuff, they were. Well, but they were also doing that as a. Uh, that was their prom. You know, was that a, was part of their prom. Yeah, was that part of the early. 90s. Well, but they were also cigarettes were being portrayed in a very, very, very bad light right there too, because they were being you know, yeah, you know, lung cancer and yeah. heart disease and tracheotomy tube, yeah, tra- trach tube and yeah. all that. So, so I, you I can definitely see, were gonna get cigarette. Yeah, behind you on that. Fair enough. 
Um, okay, here's an, another note I have. So during the intro montage, when, when he finishes making everything, it shows the clock. It shows it at 6.15, right? Right. So next we see uh, Jay and Silent Bob. They, they arrive, and they're standing outside. You're telling me those two drug dealers are up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they got a business to run. You really believe that? Yeah. They are I mean, unlicensed pharmacists, sir. This is jumping way ahead and all, but you know, at the end of the movie, like they're like checking, they're getting ready to leave to go. Do so you're saying, they, you're saying they work We're from seven out. in the morning to nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And then, the, and then they go party and do it all again. Okay. I know. Listen, but we know. I know a bunch of drug dealers through my work. And those you. motherfuckers don't work 14 hour days. I don't know, man. Cause, cause this is getting further ahead in, in a certain other sense. And clerks too. They got all that money that they done saved up from doing all the deals and all that. Well, no, from injury too, but from the deals and everything else. That they that I well, mean, that's and that was also because their likenesses were sold in uh, Jansen and Bob Strike Back. But let's not no, get no. But they but they I, I think they make it clear in Clerks too that you know it was from I think from selling outside there, but also from the, the mall injury. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Anyway, we're, we're, we're getting off into the other VSQ Universe movies. Yeah, hey, last thing I'll say, and I'll let you get back to, to the thing. Sure. Uh, when, when they have the sex discussion. Okay. So, A, that's a fuck ton of dialogue. Like, this, I mean, this is just, it just drips Kevin Smith. Well, it does. It's, this it's, just, is, it's a lot of dialogue that really covers nothing. This you know? is the same kind of dialogue that you see in Letterkenny. It's very fast, very quick, very tight. Now, one of the problems that I do have with this movie is that Real people don't talk like that. No. Now, when I was, when I was, you know, I think that's the. I, I agree with you, and I and that's something that's when I was always bothered. When me. I was 20, 19, 20 years old, first time I saw this movie, twenty one, whatever. I, uh, no, I was younger than that. Eighteen, nineteen. Uh, first time I saw this movie, I thought, man, these guys are hip. They're edgy. This is fucking cool. I want to be like that. I mm-hmm. want to be able to have those conversations. But people don't just sit around. All day, every day, thinking of witty repartees whenever yeah. somebody says something. Yeah. So that's completely unrealistic. And I get that that's Kevin Smith's style because he does it in every single movie. Yeah. And it's funny and it's good. But we like Letterkenny too. So this is that same type of thing. But see, I think, I guess what I don't like about it is like you're saying, they're trying to be this cool, you know, we're obviously highly educated, even though we're store clerks, you know, kind of talk. Like you can't compare it to Letterkenny because Letterkenny is very. It's fast, but it's simple. They're not trying to be something they're not, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they do make their job seem more, way more important than it really is. Yeah, but who doesn't do that? When you're wait, when, when we were waiting tables, that we were the because I've had plenty of conversations with other waiters. We think we are so far more, more advanced and smarter and better than any of these schmucks that come in there to eat, even though we're making. You know, two fifteen an hour, twenty two thousand dollars a year, and the person that's coming in to eat and leaving us with four dollar tips, driving a fucking Audi. <clears throat> yeah, I think I remember they're also playing twenty two year olds. Yeah, that's true too. So yeah, okay. So, anyways, back to the the sex discussion. Um, first of all, question: When y'all got with your current significant other wives, did y'all ever have that discussion about past sexual history? Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. I didn't bring it up, but yeah. Did you? Uh. We did. That's you all know those, that. Taylor mentions it up. Taylor always talks about it. We yeah. did, but it's that's one of those things that I've my my attitude has always been. 
I have a past, yeah. so I'm assuming the other person has a past. Fair. And it's in the past. Yeah. And it doesn't, mm-hmm. as long as there's no sort of. Anything trans- hanging on? <laughs> as long as there's not some remembrance from the past that's yeah. going to come bite me in the ass today, I don't care. Yeah. I, so I had most of my, a lot of ex girlfriends, I used to be really insecure about that. And I would, I wanted, in a weird way, like I wanted to know, but I didn't want to know. Yeah. But then when I got with Ashley, I was just like, I fuck it. Like, I'm, I know you have a past, I've got a past. Whatever. So how would you feel if you knew she had sucked 36 dicks? Man, that is a, that's a lot of dicks. He would be 37 then. He would be 37. That's a lot <laughs> of dicks. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, do, y'all, do you agree? Do you think that's, that's, do you think that's a lot? That's a lot. That's well, a lot so, of dicks. So we're going to bring up... She's, gonna, only, she's only slept with three dudes, him being the third, but she's sucked 36 other dudes' dicks. Are you talking about Ashley or are you talking about... <laughs> in the movie. In the movie, so let, the girl. So let me ask you this. Let me ask Talk you about Tucker. So... so Tucker, what's 30, that like? 30, 37, <laughs> you say her her blowing 37 dudes is a lot. Let me ask you this. How many women have you slept with? Oh, I don't know exactly, but it's... Is it double digits? Yes. Is it over 25? It's around that. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I had, frankly, I had a lot of one-night stands. So... Chris? Um, my wife, so one. Good You're answer. Fucking liar. <laughs> I got married, so it's it's all one. It's just so one. You were, you, were born, you were a born again virgin when you got married. That's right, what it right, was. exactly. There you go. He's a born of, born again virgin now. Because <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I can't say much either. <laughs> I'm with you. I think I'm somewhere around that 25 ish yeah. mark. And yes, yeah, some of those were one night stands in college that I couldn't tell you who they were to save my life. Nope. But so to me, the, her blowing thir- her, her blowing 37 dudes at 22 years old because now at 22 I was whoring around a lot yeah that's not that bad well I'm trying to it's a lot but it's like I don't it it doesn't bother me I wouldn't have had the complex that he had about it Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair I mean (laughs) would you I don't know it it does seem to be a lot but also I guess if you factor in age that's a different you know that I think I wouldn't care, man. So hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I mean, obviously she's good at it. Yeah, so I guess that's what's really important. You got married at 26, 25? Yeah. 25, 26. What's something like that? Twenty, Yeah. Okay. 2008. So, and, and you dated your wife for a couple of years? Uh, <laughs> we got married. Let's see. We, I'm asking. I know. I'm trying to remember. Give me a second. Met in August. Boyfriend, girlfriend, November. We got engaged. So we only knew each other like a year and a half. Okay. So you were... 20, Pretty quick. 24 when you met? Probably, yeah. Okay. So you had banged 25 chicks before, at 24. Fair enough. And this girl had sucked 37 dicks at 20, 22. Well, she was on 37. He was, but he was 36 back, before. Get back to what you're saying about the whole... Like, I'm just saying, you... That, you no, that, I, I see what you're saying. You're right. That's You're fair. I, I, I shouldn't... I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to slut shame. Getting back to what you're saying about she's got to be a pro, right? Do we really know that? I mean, come on, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Especially if you're in like your twenties, like she is. Well, yeah. now would hold you on. really say tell a girl, Oh, you're terrible? <laughs> you know what I mean? To be like, as well, long as I'm she's still, not using her teeth. Having yeah. having never actually sucked a dick, I don't know how difficult it is. But having received multiple blowjobs, <laughs> I know how good it feels, and I can't imagine ha- it can't be that hard. Like we're not, I don't, I'm well with him. You know what? We're not that hard to get say, off. Dante, Dante's his, he may, his he explains that, generalization. Yeah. I think that was for, to me that was the most relatable part of this whole like, movie. He's, he's not wrong. No, I don't think I don't feel he's that he's not it is. wrong. It is. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. If 
I'm sure there is a lot of technique that goes into it. And like, if you had a girl that gave you like a, uh, if you think about it, if you got a, a soundless blowjob where she wasn't like into it, have you ever gotten one of those? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, that would be like, that would be like fucking having some, a girl that just lays there and you're fucking a dead fish. Exactly. It's, it's not as fun and it's not as enjoyable, but you stay there long enough. You're eventually. Oh yeah. You'll get, get there. Yeah. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> That's it's still going to happen. It's going to take a couple more strokes. <laughs> it might take know, you a few more minutes, but you're going like, to get there. Well, I was like in high school, it didn't take much. Just rubbing on something. That's what, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. And I think, but that's the point is that we're pretty easy. So, I mean, her sucking 37 dicks, 36 before Dante's, um, doesn't necessarily mean that she's a pro, but at the same time, like, now here's a question: How hard is it? She swallowed 37. It's fair too. How hard is it to, to you know, suck a guy off? You know, go out there and field test that and let us know. I, I'm gonna let. I'm gonna leave that to you and your your practicing. <laughs> Maybe we can find some young guy that will do it for us. Like, it'll be like not to us, but not for us. And that says, wait, but we'll what? go out there and find. What is going else. on right now? <laughs> and we like, be like, come back with your research and let us know, like you know. What's not considered a pro or not? I don't know. Right. I mean, basically, so, as long as you're not scraping teeth, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> so we're actually this next part actually gets into the the women in Dante's life, um, and Jay and Silent Bob. So it kind of jumps around a little bit. So this isn't probably isn't the best synopsis, but it's all I could do on short notice. Um, <clears throat> Dante is torn between two women: his current girlfriend Veronica and his ex girlfriend Caitlin Bree. With whom he still recently, with whom he still secretly communicates. There we go. Dante is distressed when he, today, Junior. Dante is distressed when he learns Veronica has given oral sex to thirty-six other men before him, oh. and engaged in snowballing with at least one. We didn't touch on that <laughs> at all. And ugh. Uh, despite Veronica's doting on him, Dante chooses to rekindle his relationship with Caitlin. However, Caitlin is traumatized by an incident in the Quick Stop bathroom, where in the dark she has sex with a person that she thought was Dante but who was actually a customer who had died of a heart attack while <laughs> masturbating to a pornographic magazine that Dante had provided <laughs> for to her. Uh, Caitlin then leaves catatonic in an ambulance. Jay and Silent Bob, well, you want to just stop there? And you'll yeah, keep that's going? fine. Okay, there we go. Um, well, did he come? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Gil! Have I ever told you about my friend Frosty? Have I talked about that on on this? I know about him, but you haven't. I don't think. Have I ever told you about, about Frosty? Here. Is that his real name or do you no? Name no, like no. he earned that name. Yep, like Snowball. So this so, guy, sort of. this guy who I, I'm not going to tell you his real name, Frosty. Frosty. He and I were in English class together, and I don't know why we just started hanging out. Like he was a cool guy, sat next to each other, or whatever. And I was like, hey man, come hang out with us. Okay. So he hangs out a couple of times, and we're all hanging out one night, and I'll I'll never forget this. I was I was actually outside with uh, with with John F. Okay, yeah. yeah, and I'm smoking a cigarette and frosty, and we're all we're we're hammered. It's a Friday night. We're drinking whatever. I don't remember how this came up, and it could have been John saying about you know giving a guy a blowjob because John was gay. I don't know. And he go and Frosty just out of the blue, un, completely unprompted, goes, "You ever gotten snowballed?" And J- even John, like gay John, was like, "Fucking no, dude, that's gross." <laughs> and I was of course I was like, "No, that's disgusting." He's like, "Oh," and I was like. You know, it's kind of one of these, like, looked at John. I was like, have you ever gotten snowballed? He's like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, Why? And even John, again, John was like, dude, that is so fucking gross. He goes, <laughs> I'll never, he goes, I don't know, man. It was actually kind of hot. 
So, so this is fucking what? This is one of those conversations just that just blew our little minds. This is one of those conversations that I think you do have with your friends. It's like the whole conversation when they're in the car is like, "Oh, have you ever tried to suck your own dick?" Yeah, you know. I mean, people have those conversations because we've had them. Yeah, that's true too. Well, this is the stupidest shit you can think of. So that is relatable. Yeah, it is. It is. And well, and the thing is that with that guy though. So the next day, I told the story afterwards, and we were like, "We got to come up with a name." And so, of course, you can't do snowman. It's too, you know, whatever. It yeah. makes too much sense. So we just started calling him Frosty. So we'll say still this. to this day. Did y'all notice in the uh, in the ambulance scene when they're loading the dead guy? On still the got ambulance? a boner. He st- he does. And then um, you got Caitlin that's like sitting there, catatonic, just rocking back and forth, you know. But then um, snowball. Gets yeah. in the back of the ambulance. I was wondering why. And then why? the next shot, well, the next shot, that dude doesn't have an erection anymore. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh. Go back and watch it because when he climbs yeah. in there, he has an erection. Then it cuts over to, I guess, inside the store for, for 30 seconds yeah, or so. Yeah, he's talking the detective. I, yeah, yeah, detective or the medical examiner. And then uh, goes back out there. They're shutting the ambulance door, and that old man doesn't have a doesn't have an erection anymore. Oh, that's gross. Did you, ca- did you catch yeah, that? Yeah, I caught okay. it. <laughs> I feel like I saw that, but I was just like, ah, you know, maybe I, I don't know. Oh. Just thought maybe like it's just part like part of the movie that they just kind of I don't know. Yeah, just a, a, in. yeah, a, 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 in, in consistency. Like, that was the same. That was snowball. I didn't realize that, that, that was snowball. That was I, snowball. I, I think I think if I'd have realized that, I would have I'd have put that oh, together. <laughs> okay. Um. So there's yeah, literally true. nothing happening in this movie. No. There, there's, I mean, you're, you're, uh, wait, did you see the okay. analogy earlier of it being kind of like Seinfeld is it, it's not wrong. Well, and, and the star Wars discussion, I'll say this, that's obvious. I mean, like I get the star Wars discussion. I think we've had similar discussions. We actually were talking about star Wars right before we recorded today. Yeah. But I will also say that how it's written, this is obviously a discussion that Kevin Smith has had multiple times and it's yeah. been well overthought, you know, and it's just, yeah. it just comes off as just like, this is a filler. Well, Yeah. And we talked about the budget, and at this point in the movie, especially when you get to the the part where uh, Caitlin fucks the dead guy in the bathroom and all that, uh, it, I, I just want to read this off for you guys so that you know. He had his friends who had no acting experience for the most part yeah. um, star in this movie, and there were multiple people that had multiple fucking roles. Like, you look at Scott Moser, who's one of his production buddies, um, he was Willem, the idiot man child, the, mm-hmm. the snowball. He was the angry hockey playing customer. He was one of the angry mourners. You had Walt Flanagan as this is how they're listed in the credits, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, Woolen cap smoker, Eggman, offended customer, cat admiring, yeah. bitter customer. And then you had Ed Hapstick, uh, who was Sanford and also the angry funeral woman. Um, for such a small movie, they had a huge cast. It was like over 50 credits. Well, a lot of those were, Production people and all. Yeah, yeah, people were playing. People were playing multiple characters. So, so, if there's if there's one big ding I can give on this movie, it's that the acting is not that great. It's not. It's not. It's it's and the delivery it, is kind of almost. Wooden. It almost feels like community theater. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's so because much. Because it's so much more outdated. You look at uh, uh, Jeff Anderson, the guy that played Randall. Aside from being in Kevin Smith movies, he has basically done nothing. nothing. And I think, uh, um, oh shit, what's his name? Brian O'Halloran. I don't think he's done much other than the Kevin Smith movies either. But these were friends of Kevin Smith's. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they so, might have. Do they have? Uh, uh, we need to look and see. Maybe they have other jobs. Isn't that how Ben Affleck at his counterpart? He was. I think he was just friends, friends with, with Kevin Smith. Yeah, right. he, no, he was but, friends with he, Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck's buddies with Kevin Smith. Right, but then like, um, didn't they have like some type of deal set up? I don't know. I, I know he's been in a few. I, I know he's been in a few Kevin Smith movies. He, yeah. Uh, all right. So that egg bit was weird, dude. Though that, the egg dude. Well, but it's a guidance counselor. I guess so. I mean, I like my guidance counselor, but she also that's was why a psychology I artificially major. inseminate caged animals for. Or no, no, that's why no. I manually masturbate art, uh, caged animals for artificial insemination. That's, that's a, a real meaningful job. Oof. <laughs> so is that what your next career is going to be? Oh hell no. Oh, you'll do it orally. I got you. Good call. <laughs> you can find out how, how how much practice it takes to become a master <laughs> no, dick sucker. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, anything you guys want to add? Or move on. Uh, Let did, me ask you something. Sure. Did Did y'all watch it with the uh, animated scene in it? No. The animated scene. Yeah, yeah. The funeral. Uh, the funeral animated scene. Mm-mm. Okay, I watched a different version. Of y'all then. What does it? They animate him knocking the casket over. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, so, um, Randall loses his key, not Randall, um, Dante, Dante. Dante yeah. Dante throws the keys to Randall cause Randall doesn't want to stay in the funeral parlor. <clears throat> Randall miscatches it. It falls into the casket with a girl and it falls like down her pants or whatever. Cause she's wearing pants in there. You knocked over the casket. So he's like, got his the hands fucking in there. body fell out. He's got his hands in there, like reaching inside, you oh. know? And then the Ooh. dad finally comes up with a girl because he's had a relationship. He was one of the 12 girls was this girl. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So Illustrious number seven. Six. 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 So um, he has his hands down there. The dad comes up and he's like, I've had enough of this. Dah, dah, dah. And the mom starts, you know, hitting on Randall, whatever. And so Randall bumps Wait, like into hitting it. on him or like, like punching punch punch yeah, punch Okay, him. yeah. And uh, Randall bumps into it and knocks it over. <laughs> but they get the keys. Well, that's good. Yeah. Which is good because I had to make a quick escape after that. I am. So, wait, wait. Just real fast before we move on. They they run into, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lori Jordan. uh, Oh, yeah. Lori Lori, Jordan. Joey Lauren Adams. Joey Lauren Adams. They run into, she's there at the funeral. Really? Yeah. So, that's kind of cool because it ties her in. I wish Trey were here for this question, but in in relation to the discussion they had on the way there, when was the last last time you tried to suck your own dick? Oh, shit. I was a kid. Yeah. Probably high school or college for me. I'm too fat now. <laughs> I would say probably it's before high school. It had yeah. to be like middle school. Chris? No. You are, you're a liar. No, I'm totally not. You lying are such you. a liar. You're such a no, liar. I'm totally not lying. I have not. That's something I haven't done. Lies. I wish you had. A, I wish you had a bullshit button on. There. I know, right? <laughs> I, know. I mean, I haven't. That's, I mean, it's the honest truth. I haven't. I want. I would like to hear Trey's uh, answer. Oh, and speaking of being fat, this is just a total side note. I should have done this in the, the thing. I'm down to 198. I'm below 200 pounds. Good job. Hey, congratulations. Thank you very much. All right, so here's Abby wants to Abby wants to throw me a party for getting down less, <laughs> for being less than 200 pounds. I'm like, baby, that's, we don't celebrate something that should have never happened in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So here's where we're about to get into uh, meeting Jay and Silent yeah, Bob right, a little bit. So Jay and Silent Bob, <clears throat> a pair of drug dealers who have spent the day loitering outside oh, the store, God. invite Dante to party with him after hours. But Dante declines, considering the various seedy characters the two have been attracting all day. Aware of Dante's problems, uh, Silent Bob tersely convinces him that he really loves Veronica, but Randall has already confessed confessed the previous events to her, prompting Veronica to dramatically dump Dante. 
Dante then fights with Randall, trashing the quick stop. So, to have such a small role in this movie, uh, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, Jay and Silent Bob, they have become a cultural phenomenon. Um, spanning, what, 15 years of movies, 20 years of movies? Probably. Yeah. Um, well, this is what, 93? 94, and 94. Clerks 2 came. Well, there's, well, Clerks, they just there's did Clerks 3 one. now. They're working on Clerks 3 now. And, and no, they did that Jay and, Clerks 3 was already out. Jay and Silent Bob reboot they yeah. just did. Yeah. So for them, I, I did not see. Yeah. For them to have had stupid. such a small role in this movie, because they were really not that big. Uh, they've, it's just amazing. The, 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 those are the two. Those are the two that I you're know. stuck with. Uh, that being said, though, I love the Berserker song they, they have when they're standing outside the video store. Yeah. I read that um, the, the scene where, where uh, Jay has to dance, he was so embarrassed and nervous that they, they set up the camera hit record and the whole production crew went inside the store. So it was just Jay and silent Bob out there. So he felt more comfortable to dance. Huh. You're talking about when it was dark and yeah, they were under, dark. under the street light. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't think that with his character, you know, just him, just him. Know. And yeah, in general. Well, so interesting little side note about, um, Jason Mewes, you know, Kevin Smith never had any plans to do clerks two or clerks three. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but Jason Mewes got so strung out on, uh, heroin. I think, was, I, think I can't remember if it was heroin or cocaine. But he was so strung out. Uh, dude, he fried his brain. He did. Um, that Kevin Smith basically told him, "If you get clean and stay clean, we'll make it. We'll make. We'll do a clerks too." Yeah. That's that's so, a, that's a good friend right there. It is a good friend. Um, so in the scene where Dante confronts Caitlin about her engagement to the guy, right? So kind of this is a little trivia, but I'm, I'm you know I've been dropping a little bit. I hadn't gotten into what my actual trivia is. That was a single shot that lasted for over five minutes hmm. that they that they did. And they did that the first night of shooting. No shit. Yeah. Isn't okay. That that's pretty cool. I, now, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, that's a lot of dialogue to go through. They say, from what I understand and what I've learned, like listening to like the Letterkenny podcast and everything, is that you do one page of shooting is basically about one minute worth of film. Yeah. So you're talking about five pages. That is a lot of it's that's a lot, a of, lot dialogue. of dialogue, and it's and it's and it's dense. I mean, it's Kevin Smith, so there's a lot of talking, and it's yeah. back and forth, and it and it goes and it bounces back and forth pretty quick for it to be one continuous five minute shot. So here's a question for you, and I'm I'm curious because I want to see what you guys say. Who is hotter, Veronica or Caitlin? It's kind of so hard to tell in this. Yeah, it's really hard. Well, with it's black. It's well, black and white. It's black and white, and it's very grainy. Yeah, but which is meant to be. It is, and there's, and I'm gonna get it's into that purpose. towards, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a reason for it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say this. Um, I agree with what uh, with what Randall or no, was it Randall that said no? I agree with it was what Jay, it was uh, Silent, Bob. Silent Bob that you know she's bringing him lasagna to his work, and she's trying to get him to better himself. She's the one that's trying to get him to go back to school. Go to school. There's no doubt that I think she's the better person, but which one's hotter? <laughs> Taking, taking, taking all of the the good things that she does aside. I'm still going with physical st- attraction only. Which no, one I'm still going with, with with the first one, and and this is also because so Veronica, Veronica, because what's the other one's name? Caitlin. When she talks, she has like a weird nasally almost, and it's a little lispy. She's got a weird. There's something about like how her Maybe teeth or something. Bad bad lip lisp. tooth interaction. Yeah. What now? Maybe she does have a little bit of a lisp there going on. Little little, little lisp. Yeah, yeah, way to way to pick on someone with a with a problem. Well, I'm not try- I'm not saying it's it's. You it- talking about me or him? Yes. 
<laughs> I had, you know, being when, old isn't a problem. It's just a state of being. When, when I was a uh, when I was young, I had a uh, speech impediment too. Like, really? I had, yeah, I had. Uh, my, I had to get my tongue clipped whenever I was your tongue tied. Yeah. Wow. Whenever mm-hmm. I was twelve or thirteen years old, I got my tongue clipped. So, which one do you think was hotter, Caitlin or Veronica? I'm actually going to go with Caitlin. Spirit. I guess I'm the tiebreaker here. I'm actually going to go with just physical appearance only. No personality at all involved in this. I got to go with Caitlin. I think she's the hotter of the two. Sure. They're both, it's hard they're to both, tell. They're both kind of, they're both pretty decent looking. Yeah. Let's I mean, be honest. It's really hard to tell what type of body type they have. Yeah. With, with their 90s clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Jackets and like vests and shit. But I guess the one time whenever she, when now you, the, the girl come, that, when you see Caitlin coming to the movie store and give them a hug, it's like you can see a bit of a body on her. Now, the girl that comes into the store, uh, when he gets the ticket for the selling the cigarettes to the minor, when, when Randall sold the cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Now, that girl looked like she was pretty banging. Yeah, she was all right. That's when the gym guy was there, too, Rick right? Rick Darris, who's yeah. mentioned in, I know he's mentioned in Mall Rats, and I think he's mentioned in Chasing Amy as well. Really? Yep. I ain't huh. gonna lie. They all look almost alike. They really all do. All of them do. They're just yeah. all New Jersey, like, they're, people. Yeah. Well, they may all, they're all fucking friends, and they could, that... The girl that came in there, and I can't remember her name, she may have been related to the girl that played Caitlin or the girl that played Veronica. She may have actually been- Like in real been, life. Yeah, she may have actually been like a sister <laughs> or a been cousin. a sister, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd have to go back and look at the cast to tell you, but- I will say this, their fight choreography was pretty shitty. <laughs> Thirty-one yeah, thousand dollars budget or twenty-seven thousand dollars budget. Slapped in the head with bread. I mean, <laughs> that yeah. was funny. That was funny. Yeah, but it was just kind of throwing stupid. throwing candy bars and skittles at each other. I mean, it's just yeah. I, I mean, I, I get you don't have a lot of fight, but I mean, you could at least I don't know. But it looks 90, more, ninety-four. Gonna, how, 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 it does it, look it, more like a real fight. Though. It was ninety-four. He had dropped out of film school. Yeah, Kevin Smith had. Yeah, Kevin Smith, and he made this movie. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold too much over the the. Lack of decent choreography for a fight scene there. Yeah. All right, I, but but it does look more like a real fight scene though. Like when he really? gets shoved or whatever, and he's just like, you know, well, <laughs> kind of like got this old man crawl back up. You know, usually no, that's what you do. Usually, but, but, it would, but usually fights like it, you either, gonna, it's either a lot of shoving or like you get into like a grapple and you go down to the and you go down until someone gives up. It's there's not really a whole lot of like. I could. I would imagine. Well, I've ever Randall seen a lot doesn't of really want to fight him though. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, Randall's just trying. So to, Randall's, Randall's just trying to keep him away. Yeah. Okay. Are right. right, we good? Yep. All right. So Dante and Randall have a crucial moment of clarity after their fight. Randall hears Dante repeat his refrain that he's not even supposed to be here today and points out that Dante could have left at any time and prevented the day's events. Furthermore, he says they are not as advanced as they think they are or else they would not be stuck in such lowly jobs. After the two make amends, Dante plans to visit Caitlin in the hospital and to try and reconcile with Veronica. Randall leaves, but not before tossing Dante's shoe polish sign in his face and declaring, you're closed. I ain't gonna lie. It hit 12 o'clock and that manager wasn't there. My ass is gone. Seriously. I'm locking up the store and I'm leaving. Yeah, if you lied to me and said you were going to be there and you're in Vermont. Yeah, you're not going to be in town until Tuesday. F that. Whatever hours I'm working the rest of the time until Tuesday, that's when we're going to be open. (laughs) Um. Like I, I've got that's, a, that's I've, a shitty thing for a manager to do, yeah, or an owner, or an or an owner. I mean, I've got a, I've got a real big boy job now. So if my boss called me on the weekend and said, "Hey, I need you," like last weekend, I was supposed to do a show. Most of the time, we don't do showings on Saturdays. He came to me Friday afternoon. He's like, "Hey, I've, I've 
someone asked to do, see this. I can't do it. I have a thing. His mom's in the hospital. And I said, sure, absolutely not a problem. I'll gladly do it. But if, if I was a clerk like that and someone called me on my day off at 6 o'clock in the morning, hey, I need you to come in all day. Ha, nope. It wasn't Sorry. supposed to be all day. It was only supposed to be till well, 12. Yeah. yeah. So that's still six hours. It's well, a half I mean, a day. Half a day, yeah. It's a half but show. that just shows how weak Dante is. That's true, too. Yeah. He, and how he's willing to just cave in. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a spine in this. Uh, Which would explain why Randall, you know, he gets mad at Randall, but let's be honest, no, Dante wasn't going to do that himself. Yeah. No. Randall so, was right in his, his assessment of Dante. Yeah. Um, so there was a scene that we didn't really get to talk about uh, that we skipped that I just want to go into it. When he goes into, uh, when Randall Randall goes into the video store and he's ordering all those movies from the production house and he's naming off <laughs> oh, yeah. all of those porno movies. Yeah. This is a little piece of trivia that I don't know if you have this or not. And if you do, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, he would, the guy refused to read those in front of that little girl. Which I don't blame him. Yeah, no, you're right. But then, because the mom's holding her, when they filmed the shot, they filmed it in two different takes. They, they filmed him saying it and they, they voice dubbed over the other scenes the little girl still had to hear it because they had to get the mom's reaction to the, the woman's reaction to all these movie titles i just find that hard that it i mean personally i would have just been like we're gonna say movie titles but i need you to react like they're like really gross but it just it say like care bears like i wouldn't do that to a little four-year-old girl you know because she's gonna pick up a word and be like mommy what's come <laughs> what's tit fucking yeah exactly all tit fucking volume eight Seven was where it was really at, to be honest yeah. with you. I always figured you liked Mental Alone 2, the KY connection. I mean, you know, I've watched it all. I don't really care. <laughs> don't Hey, don't knock the uh, hermaphrodite until you, you try it. <laughs> Chicks with dicks that put mine to shame. Um, <laughs> that's the worst part when she pulls her pants down is bigger than mine. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. not sucking that. <laughs> so here's and again this is in your trivia I'm sorry mm-hmm. you know this was not the original ending of the movie right yes is that in your trivia no okay do you know what the original ending was supposed to be oh uh, what was it so and they filmed this and it's on the 10th anniversary 10th anniversary which I actually have I think unless somebody's borrowed it and hadn't gotten it back to me yet which <laughs> may also be a may also be a possibility um Randall throws a sign at him and says you're closed Dante goes I guess to like count the drawer down or something and a customer walks in and he goes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen that one yeah. and he gets he gets killed yeah, yeah pretty terrible that's, when, yeah. that's whenever Jay walks in right no well I think it was Kevin Muse that actually played that part uh, in the at the end of the movie that, really that never got released but yeah. just think about how how that would have changed the rest of the VS universe if he had actually kept with that ending you wouldn't have Clerks 2 you wouldn't have Clerks 2 you wouldn't have Mallrats. Well, you'd probably still have Mallrats, but you wouldn't have Gil Hicks because he was he was one of the guys on the dating show at the end. Who who was he in this? Dante. Oh, the, was he the clerk? He's in he's in yeah. just he's in every Kevin Smith movie. Oh, I didn't recognize him without the yeah. without the beard. Yeah, he's in every Kevin Smith movie. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Grew his hair out too. Yeah, well, I mean, he got old and fat like the rest of us. Happens. All right, y'all ready to move on to the. Top five trivia, and then we'll do our, our sure. reviews. Trivia time. All right, these are these are again from Marcus. Uh, Smith maxed out his credit cards to make the film. He sold his comic book, comic book collection, received donations from family, and contributed about $3,000 in, in a FEMA check from the loss of property uh, in a nor'easter to, to make clerks. Uh, I think it was his car. 
that he was supposedly, I read this, he was sharing this car with Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes told him, hey, there's like a storm coming, you need to move it. He didn't trust him, left his car, and his car got ruined, and so he got a $3,000 check from FEMA. I don't know if it was FEMA back then, but not the most. Uh, Smith planned ahead to get a shot of the cat defecating in, in the one scene where the cat hangs around the store and, and leaps up on the counter and defecates in the litter box in front of a customer. According to the DVD commentary track, Smith borrowed a friend's cat for that scene. I don't know, but it doesn't say how he actually got him to do that. Uh, the Quick Stop is still operating. You can still buy eggs, milk, and cigarettes at the Quick Stop. The address is 58 Leonard Avenue in Leonardo, New Jersey. Real place. Actually, I actually Google mapped it today. Still looks the exact. God damn it. All right, here's your question. How many, how many, this is an overrun. Why, why do they have a cat inside that shop anyways? Uh, get rid of mice. I guess so. Okay. Good answer. <sighs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Over under. How many, how many times was the word fuck said in, in this movie? Because he doesn't actually have. We'll go with 27. 27. Yeah, I'm going to go low. So is this closest to without going over? Is that what we're doing? Sure, just, yeah, I, let's do that. I've got this says over blank I, f words plus other obscenities and sexual single use. Oh, you said f word. You, you didn't say other others. No, is this just so? How many times we're this, this is the this is the quote he gave. This I'm, I'm going to read this verbatim. There is over blank. F words plus other obscenity, obscenities okay. and okay. sexual right. so because you just said f word. The they first. said I'm going to go with sixty two. 74. This says there is over 130 F-words plus other obscenities Holy. and sexual slang in the movie. Mm. All right. So originally... I mean, this is, the whole movie was pretty much about... This. Yeah. Well, so the, originally the movie got uh, an NC-17 rating. Yeah. But then they got um, a lawyer, which I wonder how they afforded this, who was one of OJ's lawyers to go argue with the MPAA, and they got it reduced to an R rating. And they even show a full vagina in this movie. They do. It was Penthouse Magazine. So. I think you can see her kidneys. <laughs> Lastly, last piece of trivia, Clerks is loosely based on the Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri, hence the name of the protagonist, Dante Hicks. Also, there are nine breaks in the movie to represent the nine rings of hell. I had never counted that before, but I do like that. Tell Marcus I said good job. Well, that last one was actually me. Right. I threw that one in. But Marcus, good job on everything else. Thank you, sir. Good job, Marcus. You missed the big one, Marcus. Top you're five. fucking fired. No, you're not. You can keep doing this. It's <laughs> one less thing I have to do. All right, so let's do our ratings, our final ratings for this. Um, I guess I'm going to go first. Go for it. Um, I got bored. I did. I'm sorry. Um, it's it's a lot of dialogue that really goes nowhere. It's a movie about nothing. Um, I like that it's spawn. I, I liked Mallrats. It was okay. I've just I've gotten older, and I think I've just I've grown out of this type of movie. It's fair. Um, it was. I know it was ingenious for its time, and it was provoking but like you know they're playing roller hockey like that's just I mean you don't talk about dated you know I mean even I played roller hockey in the 90s um, of course you did so I'm I, I say just <laughs> how'd you play with that coat on <laughs> took the coat off you dick <laughs> you show those little bird legs of yours and everything off how, um, how did you find time to play roller hockey in between your professional rock climbing just had time, baby. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta plan it out right. Don't you got like some lights and shit to set up for the stage shows and all? <laughs> did that too. Yeah, y'all are hilarious. Production of Oklahoma coming out. We never did Oklahoma. That was before my time. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind is a movie, you dick. <laughs> we, did, 
we did Brigadoon and what else did we do? God, I can't even think right now. That was my scene. No, that was my junior. Did y'all do cats? You no, we didn't do cats. God, I can't even think of any of them. Crazy for you. I think Crazy for You was my freshman year. That was that was a good that was a good musical. Uh anyways, all right. So um, but yeah, I, I just got bored with it. I just I think I, I get that it's got its place in history, but it's not a place in my history, and I'm gonna give it three beers. That's fair. So a little, little worse than yeah, average. worse than average. <laughs> what, <laughs> Chris? What do you? Do what you do you think? used to change the little light shields and all out for the different color lights up there. It's called gel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, I actually I knew don't that. Know what it's called? Yeah, gels for gels. colors. Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, dude, I had a diagram where I I would we you'd make your light map on on the stage and then you had to map out where you're going to put all your lights in in the cats did you just have one of those little clips on it with, with your keys on it of course <laughs> i had a shit ton of keys because we had we had a, we had all these different rooms he had he was, like, he was training to be a, like a shop and like an electrical room and all the stuff that you don't want just regular students just going in and fucking with your i mean those lights are expensive don't Come lie on. it made you feel important hell yeah dude. <laughs> you walked around with your keys all day they weren't. I uh, no no no. Yeah, you did. Don't they were. They were, were on a, the school. They were on a carabiner, but they stayed. They were like linked to my belt, but I put them in my pocket. I'm important. I didn't oh, so so he was playing. He was really playing pocket pool, and if somebody said anything, he just no. Nah, it's my keys. I was playing with my keys. Did did y'all have lanyards too that y'all had to wear? No. <laughs> Right, they Chris, probably do now. What's Are your, you okay? Are you what's having your, fun what's with your this? rating? <laughs> I'm tons of fun with this. Actually, actually, a buddy of mine that I used to we used to do crew yeah, together. Lighter. No, we used to do crew together. He actually just I, I talked to him this past week. He's getting married. He I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years, but he, he still has the keys. Honestly, it's Probably amazing does. that all you theater queers are getting married. <sighs> <laughs> Out of the two of us, I have a kid, so at least we know that I fuck women. Chris, what's your score, buddy? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Still stuck on your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> no, his uncle stuck in him. <laughs> oh, that's too loose. <laughs> All right, go, Chris. You never get through this. So, this is probably one of my least favorite um, View Ask You, whatever it's called, productions. Uh, it doesn't rate up there that high for me. I, it, it just, like you said, it is a bit outdated. It's a show. I mean, it's a movie about nothing. Like, I don't know how or why it's put in the little history archives or whatever. It yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. It was um, revolutionary at the time, but there's so much other stuff has I come suppose. out since then. I mean, I guess it took the whole idea of you know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why, but it, it's just three and a half for me. Okay. I didn't, and I didn't say this earlier. Like, I felt the ending was lackluster. There's, there's no resolution. He's gonna go do. He's, he's like, I'm gonna go do these things, and but then it just ends. You know, it's like, well, nothing fucking happened. I mean, it yeah. still doesn't happen when Clerks Two comes out. Like, well, you know, I don't know. Just my opinion. Okay. You know, I'm gonna go a completely different route than you guys. I, I this is the first Kevin Smith movie. I still love this movie. I think that it's. It, it, yes, it is dated as far as as uh, the clothes and and everything go, but, but I think the topics are still fairly relevant even to this day. Because I mean, like you said, we were talking about Star Wars earlier. Um, yeah, but because we were talking about the Book of Boba Fett, like recent Star Wars stuff that's happened. Okay, yeah. but you got to think. Uh, let's see, this movie came out in '94. Reven- uh, 
Return of the Jedi came out in what eighty six. I thought it was eighty five, but so it was only it, movies less than ten years old at this point. True. So okay. that's still very relevant. Um, <clears throat> and then whenever the prequels started in ninety ninety nine. No. Prequels were ninety nine. I will. The I first will, one. I'll, I'll bet you. Okay, keep going. Um, so yeah, I, I think that this started. I think this is one of Kevin Smith's stronger movies. Um, I think the acting was a little uneven and wooden enough, and enough. stiff, but that's because he used his buddies. Because again, like you said, he maxed out his credit cards. He basically shot this movie for the price of a new Corolla. I agree. Hey, I mean, he wouldn't have so, his other movies so if it wasn't for this. Movie. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I think this movie is in the National Archives as being cultural, culturally, and whatever significant. He worked. He worked at the Quick Stop during the day and shot right. this movie at night. Um, all that being said, man, this, this movie is still funny. Is it perfect? No. Is it better than average? Yes. It's a one and a half beer movie for me. Wow. All right. So if you add our scores up, divide by three, since Trey's not here, comes out to two point six repeating. Okay. And which means six, this movie six, six. is slightly worse than average. All right. Cool. Mm. I guess we'll get Trey's opinion on it if he actually watches it or not. It's going to be a five beer for him. Yeah, probably. He's kind of all or nothing. Yeah. It's going to be a five for him. All right. Uh, Tucker, uh, this is not going to touch my top five. It's not going to get in your top nah. five. Tucker. Read off my top five. You've got number one is uh, the beer review. I don't know which one that is. Number two is T2. Number three, Tombstone. Number four, Gross Point Blank. Number five, My Cousin Vinny. No, it's not going to break the top five. Okay. All right. Uh, You can find us on the web at theguysreview.simplecast.com. You can email us anything, and I will read it poorly, at theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Instagram at theguysreviewpod. Twitter at the underscore guysreview. And remember to like the tweet at the top of the page. We'll throw you in the Twitter DM group. Facebook.com slash theguysreviewpod. Please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast from. Anybody got anything else they'd like to add? Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Simmer. Not everybody at once. Ease up, fellas. <laughs> Tucker, anything? Have a good week. All right. On behalf of Chris and Tucker, I am Steven, and this has been another episode of The Guys Review. Thanks so much, guys. See you next week.